the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. The West Automotive Group presents Auto Talk Radio with host Brian Bowersock and co-host Kevin Bowersock. Today's show is brought to you by West Escondido, West El Cajon, West Kearney Mesa, and West Miramar Automotive and Transmission. All part of the West Automotive Group. Get your automotive questions answered. Call Brian and Kevin at 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. Now, here's your Auto Talk host, Brian Bowersock. All right, folks, welcome to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowersock. In the house with me is my co-host, Mr. Kevin Bowersock. Good morning, good morning. Good morning, good morning. I was just watching the news up there where it said over $3 trillion lost in uh, savings through the stock market <laughs> as far as retirement money. That's a lot of money. Part of that's my money. <laughs> Part of that's my money. <laughs> Well, not anymore because you lost it. I know. Maybe you should buy. I'm some, okay with that. Okay. Maybe, maybe you should buy some Bitcoin. Definitely not a 401k kind of time to go into these days. Actually, here shortly is a great time to go in because it's really low. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think of that. Come way, on. I guess. Yeah. Sorry. Come sorry. on. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. It's not a great time to pull your money out that was already in there because it's devalued. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> there you go. So, um, gonna have to ride it out and wait it out. Hopefully, you weren't planning on retiring next week if you still had all your money marketed. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't planning on retiring, but <laughs> you never know. It's all good. All right, folks. Welcome to Auto Talk Radio. Is uh, all we can do is help you keep your car on the road here, and uh, therefore uh, saving you money in the long run. Right, Brendan? Correct, Amundo. Correct, Amundo. As Brendan said, Brendan, what was your drummer joke you just told a minute ago? Oh. Uh... So, do you know what uh, the drummer named his twin daughters? No. What 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 did he name his twin? Brendan loves these jokes. What did he? They had jokes. You're gonna make such a great dad. Thank you, uh, Anna. One, Anna. Two. <laughs> <laughs> and that is our joke for the day, folks. Uh, but you know what? No matter what, if you have something automotive related to uh, um, to talk to us about, give us a call. No no jokes like Brendan. He he's the only guy that gets to do those jokes ever. <laughs> <laughs> and once, only once, Brendan. Yeah, you you did another dad joke this morning. What was it? Uh, and you Belize it? Oh yes, you, uh, because uh, you'll be heading to Belize soon, and you better best Belize it. You better best Belize it. That's what Brendan said. All right. See, there's the two dad jokes for today. Very clean. You can tell them to your grandchildren, your children, etc. But they have nothing to do with cars at all. I'll come up with some car ones later on, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I would certainly hope so. I'd appreciate it. His mind just went blank right now. He's like, uh. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right, folks. one 888 It's 888-344-1170. We are here live, ready to take your calls and talk to you about anything automotive-related, because that's what we like to do. What are we talking about today, uh, automotive-wise? I think we're talking about cooling systems. Okay. Is the cooling system important on your vehicle? Very important. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Is there many parts to it? Just put a little liquid in there. It's all good? Well, it depends if you have an automatic transmission. It could also be cooling the transmission. I mean, in the new hybrids, got like two cooling systems set up on them because they got one for the battery packs and stuff like that to keep it cool. That's which, true. Which has its own little the reservoir in, The and inverter everything. and stuff. Keeping yes. the inverter cool. Yes, absolutely. Got to keep those cool. So very, very, very important as far as that goes. Um, is there cooling systems on full electric vehicles? There can be, yes. Yes. Sometimes I mean, depending on. depending if it needs to. I mean, it's like a computer basically at that point. So do you have cooling fans on your computer at home? Yes. Of course, there's some type of cooling yes. system, right? Because it produces heat, right? Yes. Electricity, like, you know. Uh, so as far as that goes, is it necessarily a liquid cooling system? No. But there is a cooling system. Yes. There has to be, right? It could be like old school air cold. 
It could be. As you drive down the way, road, it could uh, um, produce, you know, airflow over things. You know, I tell you what, we're talking a lot these days uh, um, about electric vehicles, right? And hybrids. Yes. And and there's a lot of things that you need to know uh, as far as, uh, or, or that, that you should know about when dealing with uh, electric or hybrid uh, vehicles. Uh, the reason why that is there, there's uh, a lot of people, are, we, we see a ton of hybrids, especially, right? I mean, yes. that's, that's really the amount of, when it comes to when you talk about hybrid or, or full electric vehicles, we see a few full electric vehicles right now, uh, but a ton of hybrids. Um, and you know, of course, Tesla has been out for quite a while, but, uh, getting parts for Tesla's, uh, they keep that all kind of to themselves right now is the thing they're doing, but I'm sure that's going to change eventually. I do know a couple body shop owners that are certified to work on a uh, Tesla's because Tesla doesn't do body work themselves. Uh, um, so just interesting things there and items that still are part of, uh, an electric vehicle, you know? So one of those things, uh, Anyway, I was just Googling something to take a look here uh, as far as that goes. And it, it's the, the EV battery cooling systems are pretty cool. Um, you know, challenges and solutions when it comes to them. Uh, Tesla's been around for a while. Are, are their cars out of warranty yet? Some of them are. So, okay. But they st- you don't have... The problem with Tesla parts is you can't buy them. Oh, you can't. So that's why you have to go back to them. Service center. Yeah. Oh, so you can't for for stuff like that for failures and those things. So yeah. so although I've I have seen that brake pads are starting to become available for them now. But besides that, so nobody's really aftermarket making any parts. And and as far as uh, the only place they that I know of, unless I'm incorrect right now, but I doubt it because I'm always keeping an eye on this, um, is that. Uh, body shops get the that are certified for Le- for Lexus that are certified for for uh, those vehicles actually get uh, um, for Teslas they can purchase parts and get them delivered for repairing them but that's collision centers no repair facilities as far as I know aftermarket so huh. inter- interesting well that's going to have to loosen up sooner or later. well and they're going to probably be forced to with the right to repair laws and all that that are that they're working on you know as far as that goes that have to do with the high tech stuff on vehicles and everything so well a lot of those companies the reason they do that is it's not the reason that most people think but they do that because they don't want their secrets out they don't want nobody to know how they did their brakes they don't want nobody to know how eh, more more likely they want to keep everything that actually and so and prevent you from in it and uh, working on certain things like like now the lot of Mercedes Benz and stuff they call it security because they don't want you to uh, have access for to things that uh, they call sig- preventative things that prevent you from stealing the vehicle or whatever so they call it security so, so there are certain things they like don't the like shifter. to sell they they can get away with not programming the shifter everybody else besides themselves because of that. But I remember correct unless you have a license through Mercedes to do so, which now we know um, we access and have. I mean, we ha- you can get those things, but you have to go through a lot of hoops. See, because so. like back in the day, Chevrolet didn't want you in their motors on their zero uh, ones Corvettes. Mm-hmm. The only way they sold it, you couldn't buy parts for the motor the internally. Uh-huh. You could just buy a motor. Yep, because well, they did not want you inside that motor. And they, you would lose your core if, if you took the motor apart and blah, blah, blah. The reason they did that is they didn't want you to know their secrets. <laughs> True. But, uh, well. Which made them money. I mean, it did. Actually, also, they'd rather sell that big part than one little part. They do that, too, a lot of times. Back then, I don't know, though, because it was kind of weird because they loved to sell parts back then. Gotcha. Well, I don't know. We'll see, though. One of those things. Anyway. So as far as that goes, yes, uh, you know, cooling systems are on all kinds of things, right? And whether you have an electric vehicle or whatever now, does it, uh, once again, does it mean that it's uh, um, actually coolant running through it like it with a combustion engine? Not necessarily. Sometimes um, it is done by coolant. Like when you talk about a hybrid, like you're, you're talking about the Toyotas and that, the Priuses and all that, they have coolant that runs through the inverters and all that. They have two coolant pumps. Right, one's electric, yes. and uh, it will run coolant through the the hybrid converter inverter. I'm sorry, um, to cool it down. So that's how they keep it cool. 
But uh, so there's a lot of different things when it comes to uh, cooling systems on a lot of vehicles, and it's important to keep them in good working order. We do see uh, a lot of uh, um, uh, cooling system failures on on Priuses and that when they get up in mileage, right? Yes. Especially if they've not been serviced properly. Seal leaks, the little electric pumps that pump the inverter coolant, stuff like that. Those kind of things leak. A lot of them Priuses in the beginning, I, I, most people bought them and drove the crap out of them. Uh-huh. And and uh, they didn't service the cooling systems because, remember, they had a lot of head gaskets problems after a while. Head gasket failures, uh, seal leaks, uh, all kinds of things. Yeah. But, I mean, that was their first, that's the first longest hybrid problem. I mean, notorious hybrid's been around for a while, so. Oh, you're talking about as far as the Prius? Yes. Yes. Uh, one of the one of the most sold hi- hybrid cars, yes. that's for sure. See, and that's a lot different than a full electric car, too. You don't need inverters on a full electric car. You don't need all this other stuff because the full electric car only uses battery and the electric motor. Correct. So it doesn't have to. But it does need battery cooling, and, and yes. some of them need electric motor cooling. Sometimes the motors yes. run hot on those, so. I just meant you didn't have the inverters inside and all this other stuff to because it doesn't have to swap stuff over and back and forth. It just it uses what it's you know what it's you know whatever it's whether it's an eighteen twenty four volt system or thirty six volt system whatever the system is mm-hmm. is is what they set the motor up for and that's you know what I mean they don't have to convert stuff. Very true, very true, but uh, there are still uh, um, um, things that need to be cooled, like you said, so. Uh, and and the batteries mainly are what on an all electric vehicle that tend to uh, produce the batteries generate heat. Uh, and the more rapidly you discharge a battery, the more heat that's produced. So um, that you know, drive it hard and sucking the voltage down. It's just like running a car hard. A gasoline motor it runs a little warmer, right? Well, heat fades anything. It doesn't matter if it's a battery engine, whatever. That's true. Too much heat for the battery's not good neither, because you know. Well, the other—that's the other thing. The life of the battery, if you they run them hot all the time, it diminishes the life of the battery for electric vehicle, right? Yes. So, um, se- several things go into play there, but for sure. All right, folks. One eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Give us a call here. We're talking about uh, cooling systems, and uh, right now we're just talking about hybrid and, uh, and electric vehicles. If things needed to be cooled on those, if you have anything to. Add into that. We're happy to take it or anything automotive related with a question. We're here to uh, to talk with you about. Uh, so a uh, cooling system can be your best friend when operating efficiently on a vehicle, right? Yes. Are you sure? You can be your worst enemy if you don't understand how your cooling system works. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes to all of those, huh? Uh, your cooling system performs a critical function. Simply put, it maintains proper engine temperature by circulating coolant through the engine to pick up. It picks up heat, passes it through a, to a radiator uh, where cool air blows across the radiator, and we get heat transfer, which cools down the coolant, and it goes back and does it all over again, right? Yes. Uh, coolant passes through a thermostat valve to control the flow. They c- we control the speed of the flow by opening and closing the thermostat to control um, how much temperature we want to reduce, in other words. So um, when an engine's cold, thermostats close, it doesn't lie much coolant flow once it gets up to operating temperature where we want the engine then it opens and we start our hand heat transfer process uh and controls uh um several things though so and and transfer that we we have different uh systems on vehicles now that uh um air dams that open and shut to allow more airflow also we get, and that have little electric motors on them right <laughs> Those go bad all the time. Yeah, you get codes for that stuff, too. Yep, they go bad and you have issues, so for sure. All right, folks, we're going to take our first break here real quick. Give us a call, 1-888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. You listen to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego, and we'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. 
line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks, welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowersock. Yes, we're having a fun cooling system day today, right, Brendan? Cor- uh, correct, Amundo. Correct, Amundo. I had to make sure my microphone was. On. Oh no! I know. I I, I yawned uh, right before I turned on the microphone because your brother yawned at the same time. So it's he, a yawning situation. So you two are thinking of taking a nap? Is that what it is? Uh, the coffee, didn't you just get up? And the coffee didn't work out this morning. I mean, you just, didn't get coffee this morning? I, I did. It's still not going through my system, apparently. Oh. So. Maybe oh, well. you need more. If you got that latte machine and wore your barista uniform yeah. like we asked, yeah. we'd be, you'd be just fine. <laughs> and why aren't you in uniform? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why not? All right, folks. I do want to remind you, uh, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by the West Automotive Group, which consists of West Escondido Automotive and Transmission up at 2200 Auto Parkway in Escondido. AAA approved and star certified for smog up there for taking care of folks in North County for almost 30 years. That's a long time. It's uh, almost longer than Brendan's been alive, huh, Brendan? Yep, I'm yep. Uh, 26. So. Wow! So for the, uh, West Automotive Group's been around four years longer than you. That's right. <laughs> That's probably amazing. when my mom and dad met. Probably so. There you go. Probably so. They probably we probably fixed their car just so they could uh, go on their honeymoon. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and make Brendan <laughs> oh, the great. old the old Reliant K that was their first car. Uh, together, oh, so. car, K cars, Chryslers. Chrysler's. That's yeah. right. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. And then Jeez. they got a Plymouth Voyager after that. So whoa, they were glutton for punishment. Oh, that's they? for sure. You know it. <laughs> that is true. Uh, our father had uh, one of the first caravans, nineteen eighty five. Dodge Caravan. Very nice. Uh, Does he still have it or he sold it no, eventually? Caught right? on fire. Oh, Burned whoa. to the ground. <laughs> well, after it had like 180,000 miles on it or something. I don't know. Jeez Louise. Something crazy. Uh, the show's... <laughs> yeah, so it burned to the ground. Uh, yeah. So uh, um, it was parked in my brother's driveway and they had he pushed it backwards into the open area when it caught on fire to let... Yeah. Whole family's firefighters so they didn't want the house to catch on fire. You know, one of those things. Cars, they do fail sometimes and not pretty. Yep, yep. All right. Uh, along with West El Cone Automotive and Transmission out at 844 North Johnson Avenue and El Cone AAA approved in uh, uh, doing stuff in East County, taking care of folks out there for uh, nine years. Along with West Kearney Mesa Automotive and Transmission, 8027 Balboa Avenue, right in central San Diego, heading up on five years for them. AAA approved and smog certified. And last but not least, West Miramar Automotive and Transmission, 5726 Miramar Road, Neescape Mall, AAA approved and star certified, taking care of uh, folks right uh, across the road here in the Golden Triangle for uh, over three years. All of us at the West Automotive Group, me, myself, and my employees come together to bring you Auto Talk Radio for one simple reason. That is, we believe in the same philosophy. We never put money ahead of people. Very important to us. Stop in to have your vehicle service repaired and find out what quality automotive service repair is all about. Uh, the West Automotive Group is proud to offer uh, six months no interest for your vehicle service and repair needs. Hey, it's a great way to uh, save yourself some money um, and uh, not put it on your other credit cards. You need service or repair. Get in. We'll get you a West Automotive Group card. You can use it every time. Once again, six months, no interest. Great stuff to have. Um, we're here to help you with that. Just ask any of my advisors or managers. They'll help you out. Take advantage of our uh, care transmission diagnosis also. If you think you have a transmission problem, Get your vehicle in and get it looked at with us. We'll figure out what's going on. Our experts will. Uh, our technicians are uh, well-trained in uh, diagnosing all aspects of the automobile, but uh, we also specialize in diagnosing transmissions. We see so many that are diagnosed improperly. So give us a call, and uh, we'll get you taken care of. We also offer free shuttle rides to or from work or home and low-cost rental vehicles for uh, all uh, all four locations. Uh, go to westautomotivegroup.com and you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or make appointments, etc. Uh, see what we're all about. That's westautomotivegroup.com. Uh, you can uh, also from there click on the Auto Man segments. We're on the Auto Man on the CW and uh, uh, Fox 5 News. Uh, check them out from there. It takes you right to our YouTube channel. Or you can also click on Auto Talk Radio and it'll take you where we put all the podcasts. Um, that uh, through westautomotivegroup.com. That's westautomotivegroup.com. You can also email me anytime at autotalk at westautomotivegroup.com 
Or if you want to take the Auto Talk Radio podcast on the go, here you go. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Deezer, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio.com, and tune in. Just put in the answer, San Diego 1170. Download your favorite Auto Talk show. So, great. Let's talk to Frank real quick. Good morning, Frank. Hey, good morning, fellas. Before I forget, happy Father's Day to you and all your listeners out there. Yeah, absolutely. Happy Father's Day to you and everybody out there listening also. That's a great point. Hey, listen, uh, you know, I found out it's cheaper to work on my truck than to uh, drive it. So (laughs) I thought I'd I'd flush the antifreeze in it. But, you know, I normally uh, put a a flush in it and I drive it for a week and then I rinse it out and, you know, there's still longer stuff in it. But, uh, gosh, (laughs) I don't drive it that much anymore. Not with the price of gas, huh? Yeah, how about diesel? Oh, uh, yeah, diesel's even worse. I was looking at the Yeah, I was I was getting fuel this morning and I noticed that diesel's like 35 cents more per gallon than than uh than a 91 octane fuel, which is the top tier fuel. You know, I, I'm so I'm spoiled because when I first started driving a diesel, I used to go to Mexico and get it for 16 cents a gallon. Yeah. <laughs> the good old days. Okay. So anyway, uh, you think idling would be okay to, to do it that way, or do I need to actually get out on the road and, and run? No, it? you can do it idling. Yeah, you you can run it through yeah. idling. Just you know, it's going to have to sit there. Usually, we recommend about the um, you got to get it up to operating temperature. Obviously, add it in, and then a good good uh, twenty minutes or so letting it idle should be good. Yeah, that, that with the flush in it, you're saying? Yes, yeah. Before you drain it back out, okay. yes, sir, yes, sir. You know, in the old days back in the Midwest, I was I grew up in Iowa. I know you guys are in Ohio. Yep. But uh, we used to put a cardboard in front of the uh, front of the radiator to get it warm. Is that a good idea to get it up there? Uh, not here in San. Well, I mean, it'll get it warm quick. You better keep an eye on it though, because sitting oh, yeah, there not sure. drawing yeah. air, it, it it will overheat. Uh, um, yeah, that's something that we used to do. You're right. When it was really cold outside, to reduce airflow across it. <laughs> Um, they do actually for diesels and stuff, you know, they, they, they make snap covers and all that, that can cover the grill and stuff when it's really cold out. But we don't really have that concern here in San Diego, do we? No, but I was just thinking for when I'm flushing it to get the, get it hot. You get it up to operating temperature quick. Yeah. Get it up to operating temperature quicker for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Now the other question, uh, the other question is I've got that, uh, I don't know if it's called a crossover or that plug in I have. Okay. Now. I don't use the engine that much. I took it back to Iowa for a 90th birthday and went back. Uh-huh. Other than that, uh, I haven't run hard any gas in it. I'm on my third tank since I found it. <laughs> wow. But uh, uh, we don't do much driving anymore. You just say we're retired. Um, do you think I should uh, change that stuff out, too? I've still got the original stuff in it. Oh, the so. coolant? Yeah. Absolutely. Because coolant uh, starts to degrade um, just by time in that. Uh-huh. So. <clears throat> Always good to yeah. stay on top. Otherwise, what will happen is it will start to do things like eat at the head gaskets and, and, and the aluminum and, and things like that because the chemical makeup of it changes and it becomes corrosive. Yeah, looking at it, it's definitely, uh, uh, what can you say? <laughs> it, it, you can't tell because it looks so nice and clean, you know? Yeah, it's, yeah it, the, the extended life. How many, uh, how, how many years old is that car? Well, we bought it in the end of 79. It was uh, So you say it's an 80. So we're going on two years now. It'll be eighty. It'll be two years this this winter. So you bought it in two thousand. Yeah. Okay. No, gotcha. No, 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 no. Yeah. It was ni- It was nineteen. I bought it. Bought it at last in nineteen. Oh, two thousand nineteen. Okay. All right. Gotcha. Okay. So, um, what? Uh, how many miles does it have on it? Uh, you know what? <laughs> I don't even check it. <laughs> that's all right. We re- so for those cars with the, that's extended life coolant, we recommend you know three years or fifty thousand miles. So you're you're uh-huh. you're you're coming up on it, but you're, you're doing good. You think I should hold off on that? Well, I, like I said, three years or fifty thousand miles. So if you're 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 if you bought at the end of nineteen, you could wait till the end of twenty two for sure. Yeah. So you, you got a little bit of time. Yeah. After we got back from that trip, I, I had my truck up at El Cajon. Remember, mm-hmm. we were talking about a a. Um, the light always coming on, the check engine light. Yes. And I, I think it was Sebastian who worked on it in El Cajon. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and we uh, and we loaded the camper up and headed up to uh, up to Washington for my uh, Christmas. And, and uh, it, the light just kept coming on and going off, coming on and going off again. Oh. I just wondered, you know, I haven't used it since I got back except for to 
start it up and just make sure the batteries are still good. Gotcha, gotcha. I did. I did take your advice and bought one of those uh, tenders and put on it. <laughs> Perfect. Well, that keep the batteries in good working order for sure. Well, we'll have wonder, to f- they, figure out why that why the, the lights coming on and off. What was it yeah. on coming on before for? Do you remember? You know, he couldn't come up with a, an idea. He put something on it. Gotcha. Uh, he's a really nice kid. Uh, well, everybody's a kid when you're 75. Yeah, right? I was going to say you're probably talking about Sherman. Yeah, Sherman uh, is amazing. And uh, um, he works out there in the Elko and location. So, uh, yeah. Well, well, I'm sorry. That's okay. You're yeah. fine. You're fine. But, yeah, uh, uh, yeah we'll have to f- – I'm interested to know. I don't remember. I, now you got my uh, curiosity pe- peaked, Frank. When I get a chance, I'm going to – I'll log in later today and see what uh, the truck was in for. So, but uh, – it, uh, it, it never had any any problems, you know. It yeah. ran fine. It's probably, it just would come on, and then it would go off. And, it's probably picking something up emission-wise, I'm sure. Yeah. So, and when, when I when I started it up today, you know, it's a 1979. It's or 89. It's an yeah. 89. 89 Dodge Diesel. So, yeah. It's a 2500, yeah. right? Three quarter ton. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, good. I got people wanting to buy it for me. <laughs> well, the problem with that is then you got yeah then you got to go buy another one. So, and uh, yeah. vehicles right now are good ones are hard to find to purchase and uh there's not a lot of inventory out there so and the cost yeah. is up on them like everything these days though so, yeah well, if the... you look that up if you look that up you'll find my phone number in there uh-huh. give me a call and if you think i should take it back out to them i'll try to set up an appointment and we'll do that well we should get it back out there i'd at least to see what what's uh turning the check engine light on i'd i'd be curious and knowing for sure but uh um yeah. we'll give you a shout we'll get you all set up all right i appreciate it hey you got it frank again, you guys Happy Father's Day. Good talking to you. Good talking to you, too. I haven't talked to you guys for a long time. I'm out here walking, trying to get some of this weight. I heard that. I was going to say, enjoy your walk and have a wonderful Father's Day yourself, and uh, we'll catch up to you soon. All right, guys. All right, buddy. Take care. Bye. Happy Father's Day to your dad, too. Thanks. Bye. Bye. So, good stuff. It's all good. It's all good (laughs) stuff, for sure. Absolutely. All right, let's real quick uh, grab... uh, um, Chuck in Lakeside. Good morning, Chuck. Uh, good morning, guys. How are you doing Hi. this morning? Oh, doing great. Uh, I've got a buddy of mine that's a contractor, and we have uh, both have similar Dodge Ram diesel trucks. Mm-hmm. I, I was riding with him one day, and I noticed he was running in with the tow haul on, and uh, we weren't towing anything. And he said he drives with that all the time to, uh, to uh, uh, take less wear off his brakes for brake braking mm-hmm. and i was wondering uh, your guys opinion on that uh what your dodge is this because it probably shuts off the overdrive also well that's what i'm wondering is he using more fuel yeah yeah exactly i was gonna say his fuel mileage is going to be less that's for sure okay that's that was what i was wondering about i thought the idea i do tend to do it if i'm going downhill i'll go ahead and punch the button and and let that you know uh, uh, use it that way, but uh, just to drive with it on all the time, I thought no, it didn't quite sound right to me. <laughs> so, uh, other question is, I uh, in boondocking, we I had a five gallon can of diesel that we always carried in the truck for when we're out in the middle of nowhere. Well, I've had the same diesel in the five gallon can for probably over two years. Is that any good yet? Can I still use it? Is it, D- D- is it diesel? Yeah. <clears throat> well, it it depends. You'd ha- you'll have to check it. Some depends on the quality of the diesel when you bought it and the additives that they had in it because sometimes it starts to turn to a gel. Yeah. <laughs> and if it's doing that, it's no good. So, you know, it's far- diesel does stick around better than gasoline, though. I'm kind of leery of putting it in my truck. Yeah. <laughs> I thought maybe I thought maybe I'd go ahead and put maybe maybe a little bit at a time. <laughs> you know, well, well, you probably could. I mean, that's it. but uh, I would check it just to make sure it's looking good before you do that. I've seen if it's got the right stabilizers in it when you purchased it, then uh, uh, it'll be uh, fine. But uh, it just depends. Uh, but but I, I would. Look, what's that? What's the, how do I tell? Um, well. <laughs> 
that that <laughs> is it still liquid or like motor oil? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I'd pour I'd pour a little out into something like a jar and take a look at it and see. You you can tell by the look and of it, not and the okay. consistency. Yeah. So and a little more on the tow haul. Just the thing is, it does change the shifting. So downhill, it will downshift the transmission like a truck going downhill. So he is right. I mean, you can save uh, on the brakes as far as that goes, but it's it's it usually uses more gas gets less gas mileage when a lower gas mileage when in the tow haul function. I'm assuming though that's a 25 or 3500 anyways. The brake pads on the things are huge anyways. It's not like you're going to go through brake pads anyways. That, that's correct. Yeah, the brake pads usually on those trucks last over a hundred thousand miles anyway. So. I don't know what he's saving, except I seem he's probably spending more money on gas than he needs to. Uh, hopefully, he's listening to you right now, but nope. I doubt it. But he doubted. Well, you're going to have to tell him. You called in, and you got the answers. Tell him he's waste, wasting it, especially with the price of fuel these days. I know it, for sure. So, okay, guys. Well, uh, thanks for the info. And uh, like you say, have a good Father's Day, and uh, really appreciate your program. Hey, thanks for listening, Chuck. You have a wonderful Father's Day, and... Uh, have a wonderful weekend. Okay. Take bye. care. Bye. Good stuff. Yeah, honestly, in the big trucks like the 2500 and 3500, if you're not towing anything and you're just lightly touching the brakes, I mean, because that's all you have to do yeah. when you're coming down a hill, it doesn't it doesn't really affect yeah. them. Like, If you're towing, I mean, it's worth using yeah, but, for sure. but he was saying he uses it when all the, the truck's time. empty. Yeah. So, uh, People uh, do funny things sometimes. And... Uh, um, yeah, so but some of them turn off the overdrive, some of them don't. Some of them just change the shifting of the transmission. So it depends on the vehicle. Yeah, and they makes the shift a little harder. It raises the line pressure. So right there, it can cause more fuel consumption. Absolutely, because sure. and one thing we want to save these days is fuel. If you've seen the price, oh yeah, six sixty nine for ninety one octane, just at the gas station. I was I- like. I, I don't people, think I've ever seen fuel at that price. I see people freaking out about five dollars. I'm like, wait until you wait until you're thinking, oh my god, we're They're saying it's going to get to eight dollars a gallon. I mean, that's expensive. Oh well, yeah, I, I it, feel for people. This is a time to get your car in and make sure it's tuned up and running good because you're talking about saving serious money when a car, you know, versus a car not running right and a car running right when it's eight bucks a gallon. It's crazy. All right, folks, we're going to have to take our last break here real quick. Uh, 1-888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Bruce and, Bro- Bruce and Bodie, hang on. We'll be right back with you. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer, San Diego, 1170 AM and 96.1 FM. We'll be back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks, thanks for joining us this morning on Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Happy Father's Day to you, Kevin. Happy Father's Day to you. Thank you. <laughs> Feeling mighty privileged. Not to you, Brennan. Oh, You're... so cats don't count. Cats do not count. Oh, good Lord. No, oh, no. not at all. I, uh, <laughs> I shouldn't say that. All right, all right. One more, one more. How about fish? I got a fish. Too. Okay, happy Father's Day. Uh, maybe. <laughs> it, it, it might count. I don't know. I see, I've see. i seen girls say, well, I'm a dog mom. Okay, well, there you go. So you can be a dog and cat dad. How's that, Brendan? Sounds great. I don't have a dog, unfortunately, but you know. But you have a cat. I do have two cats. Mm-hmm. Uh, Okie okay. dokie. Oh, good lord. <laughs> Okie dokie. Oh, everyone help me, please. <laughs> Are they your cats or your wife's cats? Uh, or you I, share we, them? We, we, we share them. She paid for them, but I clean the litter box. I do the dirty work and all that you stuff. Do, so. You do the honeydews. <laughs> That's what yep. those are called, honeydews. Honeydew. Yep, yep. All right. We're going to continue on they here. They live in it. an apartment, though. There can't be that many honeydews around there. <laughs> You'd be surprised. With two cats. <laughs> He's cleaning everything. 
and the goldfish. Got to clean the bowl every now and then, right? Wait yep. until they wait until they buy a house. Then the honeydew list will get really long. <laughs> yeah, Mow the lawn, yeah. dig the hole out there, pick the weeds, <laughs> yeah. all that paint stuff. the outside trim. <laughs> Another thing, like buying a car that's going to get real expensive here. I was just talking to a friend of mine. She's a uh, a mortgage broker. And she said they've laid off 40% of their people already because they're not doing loans like they used to because the economy, people don't want to buy a house at at 9% interest, which is funny because I remember back in the day in the early 90s, the first house I bought at 11% interest was a good deal. I was going to say, I think my first house was 13% interest. But the house cost a lot less back then, so, but it was a good deal, so... Now, nowadays, you know, if you don't got two and a quarter percent, you don't get a good deal. So I was just thinking when our interest rates were that high, who was our president? I don't know. Don't don't get me started. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. uh, Yeah, that's probably a yeah. That's a talk for a different show. Right, Brendan? Not for auto talk. It has nothing to do with cars. Exactly. Yeah, all good. But I do want to remind you, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by uh, Interstate Batteries, a battery for every need. Interstate Batteries are the highest quality batteries out there. We do not stock nor sell any other batteries at the uh, West Automotive Group for one simple reason. Uh, they are the number one technician recommended battery worldwide. So if you need a battery for your vehicle, jump on westautomotivegroup.com and get an appointment. Get in. We'll put an Interstate in for you, and you'll be all set and ready to roll. If you need a battery for any other need and reason, check them out at their storefront because they have a battery for every need. 9345 Cabin Drive in Miramar or in La Mesa at 70th University. And as a matter of fact, you just put three interstate batteries in the backup server room uh, Thursday night. I had to take it all apart and put batteries. That, the little uh, backup battery uh, thing said that uh, the battery had gone bad. So you got to replace all three. I put all three brand new batteries in there, Kevin. Now it's all happy. Yeah, but uh, it was honestly, throwing a battery alarm. I know, but you, normally them batteries, it's like every four or five years that happens or something. Yeah, you're supposed to change them out. You actually put a date in there when you put them in, and then it tells you when you should change them out. So it's all good. I got got it all put in there, and it's working like a champ. So everything's happy, and everybody's happy. The server room's happy. The server's happy. It's all good. So all good stuff for sure. All right, let's go to Bruce real quick. Uh, Bruce got a battery question. What's going on, Bruce? Well, it's actually not a question, but it's a little FYI trivia on the Tesla sedan battery, uh-huh. Uh-huh. you know, the Model S. Yes, sir. Um, but this is weird, but about 10 years ago, uh, I started buying these LED rechargeable flashlights, and uh, it came with a, a 18650. That's the model of the battery, uh-huh. and it's, a, it's about 25% bigger than a AA and uh, has 3,200 milliamp hours capacity. That's 33.2 amps for an hour. So for its size, it's very powerful. And uh, so uh, along the line, uh, along the way, I thought, well, I'd like to get one of those for a bicycle taillight, you you know, as a rechargeable because Uh it puts out so much and for so long. Uh Uh-huh. And so uh, I went on to this, uh, the bicycle forum, and uh, somebody had mentioned, uh, and I, uh, somebody had mentioned the 18650 battery, and another person jumped on that forum and said, uh, oh, that it's such an exotic battery. Why can't they uh, come out with something that everybody knows about and uses? And another person jumped right in and said that battery happens to be used in the Tesla sedan. And uh, sure enough, uh, I went on the Tesla sedan website and the specs on it, it's in the battery pack. It uses a whole bunch of 18650 batteries. Yeah, that's so, so they, the, well, the, you correct. And it, it kind of looks like a D battery, but it's bigger, you know? Uh, it, yeah, it actually is about the same width or length as a D battery. And, but it's, uh, it's kind of between the size of a double A and a D as far as width. Yeah, they own their own, own specification for that battery. Yeah. And it's not uh, a battery you can find it in a Duracell pack at the grocery store. No, no. It's a 3.7-volt <laughs> battery. Correct, correct. At 3,200 milliamp hours. Correct. And uh, 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 if you, you, there, you can Google the making of, of the battery pack for tesla and how they make them and there's some really cool videos out there that they made all about these and the technology which is kind of cool 
Um, but uh, like the main, we're talking about cooling systems today. They have cooling tubes inside of those uh, battery packs that they use, and I forget how many of those uh, 3.7 volt batteries are in one of the battery. There's a lot of them, but it's cool to see the way they're made, also, and they go through the whole process. So if if you got a few, I think it's like a 15 minute video, but uh, it's on YouTube. But if you get a chance, it's cool to watch for sure for anybody that's never seen it. Will do, and appreciate. No problem at all. Hey, thanks for the call in, and uh, thanks for listening. And uh, uh, you have a wonderful uh, Father's Day weekend, Bruce. You too. Keep up the good work. Thanks so much. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. So good uh, good stuff there. But, yeah, th- that's very interesting if you get a chance. But there's cooling tubes inside a Tesla battery. Talking about cooling. Everything st- still needs to stay cool, right? And once again, when you deplete uh, 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 a uh, – battery like that the quicker you deplete it the more heat it creates so one of those things for sure um all right let's grab Bodie and see what he's up to Bodie, what are you doing well i'm sitting here in front of the uh famous coffee shop listening to you gentlemen there are you having a famous coffee no not yet uh, all righty <laughs> I, I don't want i don't want to miss the show <laughs> oh okay well soon we'll be done here in 15 minutes and you can run in and grab a coffee yep yep uh, question for you is, what's your take on Marvel Mystery Oil? Marvel Mystery Oil. What are you going to use it for? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to drink it. <laughs> well, no, no, but I mean. Well, because my take on it would be very bad if you're drinking mystery oil. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I, I wouldn't be calling in, that's for sure. No. <laughs> I, I'd have a straight jacket on. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good oil so, for, like, reseating rings and stuff like that. Yeah, I've got a, a CRV with almost 300,000 miles on it, and uh, it, it, it burns a little bit of oil. And so I just uh, wonder, it's supposed to like clean the rings and stuff like that? Yes, it will. Yes, it does help do that. Oh, okay, so it may help. And then I can, uh, you can use it in the fuel as well, correct? You can do all kinds of things with it, they say. I, in today's injected vehicles, I don't know that I would run it through there, but... Um, not the best idea. I don't, and, and oh, like, really? and like newer engines with the newer motor oil. Yeah. I, normally I, I used to use that on older engines, so I, I don't know how well to work on a new one anyways. Well, and there's so many different things that they do to motors when they build them these days, as far as silicone impregnating, uh, uh, um, cylinder walls, things like that. And I don't know how that, that's going to react with that. But what, what year is your, uh, CRV? It's a 99 with, uh, 215,000 miles. Yeah, it'd be perfect to run in the engine of that, some of it, and clean up, see if you can uh, clean up and reseal the rings on it for sure. And, okay. nor- and normally, I think it was like you run a quart of it, and then you run the of like course. four quarts of the regular oil. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah. You don't run it straight, that's for sure. So, yeah, you add. Oh, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got to be clear about that, Bodie. I know you know better than that, but but uh, uh, I don't want to be somebody like, oh, well, you told me to fill my motor with Marvel Mystery Oil. Yeah, that'd be bad. So, yeah, yeah there, there's actually, it tells on it uh, how how you, uh, like with anything, you know, the, the percentage of added, like it's 20% or whatever. Um, oh, it, yeah, yeah. Read it, it tells exactly how to do it. So, please follow the directions. Yep. All right. Thank you, gentlemen. Stay safe and sound. Yeah, good hearing from you, Bodie. Have a wonderful Father's Day. You take care now. Ciao. Ciao. Always good to hear from Bodie. He can listen for 10 more minutes, then he can go get his coffee. What's the problem? You don't have a good plug in there or what? I guess not. You're having issues over there? So, well, we'll have to get you a different... Uh, I keep hearing losing sound. <clears throat> you do? Can't you hear me? I don't talk loud enough. <laughs> no, I can, I, I, can, I can tell the difference between the micro or the headphones and then and then just the noise. Gotcha, gotcha. Let's real quick, uh, before we go back to cooling systems, let's grab uh, Alan and Chula Vista. Good morning, Alan. Good morning, guys. What's happening, my friend? Uh, well, happy Father's Day to both of you, just in case. Uh, Thank you. We get to talk about it. Same to you. Hey, I've got a couple of questions on uh, on motor oil and fuel. And possibly on antifreeze. Uh, I tried calling in a couple of weeks ago, and I think it was a pre-recorded show. Could um, have been. I was out of town so for one of those weeks, so for sure. Okay, that explains it. And Brendan can't answer. Uh, qu- he's here, but he can't answer automotive questions. At least that's what he keeps telling me. Yeah, I mean, I can't tell you the difference between a tire and an engine. And that's <laughs> that's scary if I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Alan. Sorry. Anyway, um, I, um, I'm kind of confused. I, I have older vehicles. I was using 10W30 uh, engine oil, uh-huh. and, and um, 
the new weights are like 530 and 2050 or whatever whatever they are that, that's available at Cox. Yeah, most of them are like uh, uh, the oils used now are 530, 520, uh, uh, OW20, um, um, like that. Yeah, and they've gone back to some 1030s now on certain vehicles too. Okay. Um, uh, what I was, uh, you know, thinking in terms of what's available just out there on the market, mm-hmm. uh, what's the equivalent of, of a 1030 now? Well, the 1030 is still available, but five 530, you could run 530 in most vehicles that you used to run 1030 in. If you, if, and the most common is 530 and 520 oils out there that you'll find. So it's not, not real critical as, uh, as far as which one you use? Nope, nope. Just, uh. The the flow rate's a little different when the motor's cold, et cetera, when you're in lower temperatures. But uh, um, the 530 works just fine, especially uh, uh, in vehicles if you can't find any 1030 um, for for Southern California spe- specifically. Okay. And it, the way it works is that the first uh, weight is is the uh, cold uh, for cold temperatures, right? Correct. Like yes, sir. 530 would be five-weight oil, and then it changes to... 30 weight when the engine warms up. Correct. Yes. Okay. Uh, other question is, uh, you were talking about uh, fuel stabilizer for diesel, mm-hmm. diesel fuel. Um, is there anything that uh, works for regular gasoline? Um, some some of my vehicles are not driven that often, and, you know, the, it's just sitting there. Uh, just wonder what to, what to do. A friend of mine said, suggested just buying some premium gas and add it to the tank. Well, um, there are bottles of fuel stabilizer you can buy also. So you can go to your local uh, um, auto parts store and buy small bottles of fuel stabilizer per tank, especially if it's going to sit for quite a while. And it does help prevent those additives from breaking down and turning into, for lack of a better term, lacquer thinner, which is what gasoline these days turns into when it sits too long. Really? Is that right? Oh, man, it goes seriously bad, and it stinks when it goes bad. So, um, But it's all the additives that break down. It's actually not the fuel, and it's the ethanol, especially in there with the additives that cause the fuel to degrade and, and become uh, uh, not good quality. So if you have a, a like a spare five-gallon uh, can, safety can, mm-hmm. the fuel in it, and you're not running it through then uh is that going to be any good to, to add to the tank it i mean it not depends on how long you keep it for but uh um if you don't put any stabilizer in it no it's it can go it goes bad in a short order um unfortunately diesel there's better stabilizers for diesel because they store diesel for long periods like for generators and things like that um it's also a different type of diesel so um but uh yeah, gasoline, it breaks down pretty quickly these days with all the additives in it. Wow. Okay. Does it make any difference on, on the grade of gas you buy or the, uh, you know, the, like uh, whether it's Chevron or, or Shell or whatever? Well, well, what makes a difference is like if you end up in the Midwest, you know, you can get ethanol-free gas. Um, that that really, um, as far as that goes, uh, is actually better. It breaks down way slower. Uh, then, then gas with lots of ethanol in it in the additives. It's really the ethanol that causes a lot of problems. Okay. So that's really that you know, the only thing you can do is try to find uh, um, uh, that in California. You're not going to fall into ethanol-free fuel. So there's it, and it just doesn't last long to stay uh, to try to keep it, uh, um, uh, you know, in storage capacity. Are, are any of the stabilizers for gasoline, uh, is, are they any of the recommended or are, are all generally okay? Yeah, you have to read. There, most of them are about the same composition, to be honest with you. Okay. Okay. Uh, last question I got real quick is about um, antifreeze. Mm-hmm. Uh, if the additives in the antifreeze break down, is there any kind of a stabilizer you can put in the antifreeze or, or just add more additive back into the uh, – to the mix? Nope. Just recommended to change it out, like especially the hybrid oat uh, antifreeze and all that. Three years, 50,000 miles. Even though they say it's 100,000 mile antifreeze, you wait that long, it's well broken down. So if you want to keep your car in good order, just change, just flush out the cooling system, put new in every three years, uh, 50,000 miles, and that'll keep it in good working order. And that's for the hybrids? Even for the hybrids, yes. Okay. But sure. when I say hybrid, there, we have hybrid coolants now, so that's what I'm talking about. Not specifically a hybrid car, but yes, any any vehicle with a cooling system on it uh, that requires antifreeze uh, should be serviced. Okay, good so, deal. Okay. 
All right, thanks, guys. Hey, Alan, thanks for the call. Have a wonderful Father's Day, and uh, uh, take care. Good weekend. Thank you, you too. Bye. Bye. So, great stuff, for sure. Great calls today. Everybody's alive and kicking, even though Brendan didn't go get his coffee like he promised. He lies to us all the time, <laughs> don't he, Kevin? <laughs> he just likes being that feller. Don't you, Brendan? I, so. I mean, I try to be a nice guy. I try to be funny. You are a very to... nice guy, actually. Oh, and, you. and your dad jokes are hilarious. <laughs> thank you. Thank if I was you. a little kid, I'd think so, at least. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, I, I think you got it going on. I can't wait for you to become a dad so we can tell you happy Father's Day. Oh, my gosh. Thank you guys so much. And I, and I can actually use those jokes on actual kids. Yeah, and dad. somebody that might find it funny, huh? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> tough, tough audience here today, for today, sure. yes. Yes, good good stuff though, and uh, we appreciate you bringing here, uh, being here, and answering the phones for us, and producing our show. Uh, what would we do without Brennan? We'd be like monkeys beating on the cage wall. No, we don't want that now, do we? <clears throat> Today's Father's Day, and there's also a federal ho- holiday on Monday. Do you know what that is? That would be Juneteenth. There you go. There what? You go. Yeah, <laughs> don't. <laughs> yes, there's a holiday on. What? <laughs> and and the banks closed. The what banks is, what is the holiday again? Juneteenth. What is that? Uh, it, it's to celebrate the day when slaves were freed, I believe. Uh, emancipated. Emancipated, yeah. excuse me. Now let's yeah. use but the they proper call it word. what? Juneteenth. Juneteenth. It's a new holiday. I think, like, didn't, didn't, it's only a year old or That's something. That's correct. This uh, is the second year. Okay, this. second year. Okay. Yeah, it was signed in, uh, but, um, yeah, a year ago. So it became a holiday. So anyway, uh, everybody that's got the day off, enjoy. A lot of us are still working, but uh, happy Juneteenth, happy uh, uh, Father's Day. Um, you know, uh, uh, celebrate nicely, and uh, we'll be back next week for sure. Um, anything else to add? Nope. All right, let's keep the rubber side down and the shiny side up. Thank you for tuning in to Auto Talk Radio on the Answer, eleven seventy AM and ninety six point one FM. It's, <clears throat> until next week, I got a frog in my throat. Until next week, ribbit. We'll be here. Catch you then. Be safe. Happy Father's Day. For answers to all your automotive questions, tune in every week at this same time for Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. To learn more about Brian, become a guest or sponsor of the show, or if you have additional questions, visit thewestautomotivegroup.com. That's thewestautomotivegroup.com. And click on Auto Talk Radio. Join us again next week for more Auto Talk. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.